We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. It is Friday, January 21st, 2022. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen. Uh, Ken is on vacation, enjoying some time off, not watching the Celtics. I'm sure it's good for his mental health to spend some time with his wonderful family uh, and not Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, so let's jump right into the news. Um, DeMarcus Cousins signing a 10-day deal with the Nuggets. Uh, was previously with the Bucks. Played pretty well with Milwaukee uh, while Milwaukee was undermanned for a while. This is good timing uh, with the Sunday waiver wire period for most leagues happening. Uh, but, I mean, is there any interest from, from you here, Shannon? Because, I mean, the Nuggets do need a real backup center solution. They don't really have one. On the other hand, it's a 10-day contract, and unless Jokic gets hurt, I don't really see more than like 15 minutes a game from from Cousins. Yeah, I agree there. Obviously, with, with Jermichael Green currently out, it certainly helps to bring in Cousins. But unless, unless Jokic goes down, it, it's hard for me to really – consider cousins much of an option especially for shallower leagues i mean i mean if you're in some kind of ridiculous 20 teamer then then yeah do what you got to do but i like you same as you i don't expect more than 10 or 15 minutes a game yeah if you're in a deep enough league obviously you you can take a flyer and i think the main thing here you can take more risks now than you could a few weeks ago or a month ago because of the lack of players and covid protocols now I mean, I, I can just say from like personal experience from doing my job that it's like <laughs> no one's entering COVID protocols anymore. Like we talked about it last week that they basically got rid of it unless you have symptoms. And um, it's just it, the league is very normal right now, which is great for fantasy. Things are normalizing. Uh, so hopefully from here on out, we get some pretty standard stuff. Uh, but we do with that comes along with injuries and the bulls are extremely banged up Lonzo ball. Uh, this news came out yesterday out six to eight weeks following meniscus surgery. And we also have Zach Levine who suffered a knee injury, although not as bad as it looked initially earliest possible return date is Wednesday. So he's out for this bulls upcoming road trip. Uh, so you, you probably can't even start Levine next week in fantasy. Uh, are Caruso, Io Dosunmu, and Kobe White, are those guys automatic ads for you if they're available? 
Yeah, any of those three are going to be worth a look in 12-team leagues, uh, definitely 14 leagues. 10-teamers, probably not. just depends on how deep your rosters are in 10-teamers. Um, they're, they're fringe 10-teamers, but you know anything beyond that, they're definitely streaming options for the week. Uh, I like Caruso the most out of those three. Uh, I, I just expect him to contribute uh, on the defensive end. Um, you know, he's only he's only played one game uh, since returning from injury, uh, but his minutes will start creeping up. Um, you know, it, it's get, but really, truly, it's Vucevic and, and DeRozan time. So if you have either of those guys, expect, uh, you know, another big, big couple weeks uh, or at least another big week until Levine returns. Uh, but with Lonzo out, I, I'm assuming long term, it'll be Caruso who steps into that role as the starting point guard. Um, but we'll have to see how it plays out because Dasumu and, and White have both been solid. Uh, Dasumu, we would I'll talk about it now. He's been he's been a, an actual absolute treat to to roster on DFS sites the past <laughs> couple, past week or two. Uh, his his salary's going up though. He's at six thousand on FanDuel tonight. So unfortunately, that's a little bit too rich for my blood. I, I could not find a way to get him into my lineup tonight. We'll talk about him a little bit in the waiver section, but I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I mean, maybe they, even if they bring Kobe White off the bench, he's a spark plug for them. He's been playing great. Like he's there. He's one of the offensive engines of the team. Caruso, you mentioned he, if he starts, he's more of a defensive guy anyway. So it depends on your team needs. If both those guys are available, because on Yahoo, at least Caruso and White are over 50% rostered and uh, Desumu is very close. So uh, you got to kind of act now, another team that's also banged up, although this is in the front court, the Indiana Pacers. We had DeMontis Sabonis suffer a, uh, quote, probably significant sprained ankle on Wednesday. He didn't play Thursday. Uh, Miles Turner is already out, quote, multiple weeks with a stress reaction in his foot. I'm definitely more worried about that one. Uh, any short-term ads for you here? I mean, we saw Goga Batadze start, play really well. O'Shea Brissett has also kind of Rick uh, Carlisle seems to like him, has liked him all year. And there's also Isaiah Jackson who who saw some minutes. Yeah, it's Goga, right? I, I mean, that that's going to be the guy who I'm targeting in any leagues. Uh, he's widely available, uh, 22% owned in Yahoo, only like 1% owned on ESPN. Uh, but he, he's the guy who's going to be able to get you scoring rebounds blocks. You know, at, at least fill some of the void for if you lost the bonus. Um, but even, you know, with him, I, I'm hoping it's only, a, you know, a, a shorter term, you know, three to five game injury for, for Sabonis. But the dreaded high ankle sprain uh, can can be fickle. So we'll see. Uh, it, could, it could be more than one week. But Goga's the guy who I would be targeting. 100%. And I won't. Uh, I'm going to get to him later. So I, I won't I won't do my whole spiel on him right now. Finally, in terms of news. Russell Westbrook uh, seemed like it was going to come to this eventually, but it finally happened. Got benched for the entire fourth quarter of Wednesday's loss uh, to the Pacers. His past six games, 11.8 points on 28.7% shooting, 7.5 rebounds, 5.7 assists, although only 1.2 turnovers uh, in 29.2 minutes. I mentioned this to you before the pod. It seems like he can't Westbrook can't get all of what he's good at to work at one time. It's like, right. he has like 
five good traits and only three of them are activated at once. He starts shooting terribly. Well, so, hey, his turnovers are down. Uh, he starts shooting really well. Oh, now he's turned the ball over seven times a game. I don't even know what you do. I mean, what do you do here as a as a fantasy manager if you have Westbrook on your team? It's I mean, it's hard to just say like, yeah, I'm going to bench Westbrook on my fantasy team because um, he's still putting up nearly triple doubles, even if he's not shooting this well. But the benching is obviously because we're kind of at a different level at this point. Yeah, it, it is interesting. I mean, the the yes, he was benched in the fourth quarter. He still played 27 minutes overall, and, and really, that's been the range. He's, he, over the last five games, uh, four of those games, he has not topped 28 minutes. So it's been 26, 37, 26, 28, 27 minutes. You know, he's still been in that range over over the last handful of games. I I find it hard to believe that he'll remain a player who only sees 26 to 28 minutes per game, um, whether it's with the Lakers or not, uh, you know, as his role diminishes with that team, I just think it's more likely that they move on uh, and try to find a landing spot for him before the trade deadline. If I own him, uh, I'm holding, uh, you know, if you, if you can trade him, if you can't stomach the, the uh, uncertainty with Westbrook and you can actually trade him and get a decent player in return, a top 50-ish type player, then go ahead and do it. I think that's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to find that type of deal. Uh, but you're not cutting them loose. Even if even if I'm in shallow 10-team leagues, I, I'm keeping them around, maybe moving them to the bench for, for next week. But that's that's the most drastic thing I would do. You read my mind. I was going to ask, do you consider trading them? What, what kind of offer do you take because you're you're – uh, I think if I think if you're in a bad enough spot, you know, like if you're at the very bottom of your league, you got to start making stuff happen. And somebody at the top of the league would probably be like, eh, you know, I'll take Westbrook. Maybe I'll secure my spot. I mean, you mentioned top 50. You got Desmond Bain at 50. You got John Collins, you know, D'Angelo Russell, SGA kind of guys. Uh, what Are any of those? I mean, I would do it for SGA. I wouldn't even think about it. But oh, Desmond yeah, Desmond Bain. That's that's one to me where it seems kind of borderline. But I also feel like you, someone in your league who who has Bain, would definitely consider bringing on Westbrook if they're in a good enough position. I would I would not be able to move him for Desmond Bain. I would need more than that. You know, it's we're still we're only basically twenty one days uh, off of 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 him having a great finish to the month of December. Over the final seven games of December, he averaged twenty. 10.4 rebounds, 8.9 assists. He was playing 36 minutes per game during that stretch. Uh, you know, the following eight games haven't been as good. Uh, but it, I, I view it more as just a, a rough patch for him, and I think he'll bounce back. Uh, you know, this isn't the Westbrook yeah, that, that we've seen in, in OKC or with the Rockets or, or, you know, even last year with Washington. He's not that player anymore. Uh, and I don't expect him to be at least he's not that player when he's playing alongside LeBron. It's just, right. it's hard to be that guy when you're playing alongside LeBron and, and his demands on the usage end. Uh, I, you know, Westbrook could bounce back if he, it, I think he'll at least revert back to what we've seen from to date with the Lakers. And then, you know, there is, I do believe there's upside that he gets moved. And, and if he goes to another team, who the hell knows what kind of team would be inter interested in acquiring him, but he could just, you know, then he could revert back to the Westbrook of, of last year or two or three years ago. 
Yeah, for posterity, I mentioned Desmond Bang is the 50th ranked player this season per game. Westbrook is at 85 this season, which isn't great. It's not awful. The problem is when you start looking at guys around him, like it depends on your team needs. Because mm-hmm. if you if you ask me off the top of my head, who's having a better fantasy season, Robert Covington or Westbrook? I'd be like, well, it's probably still Westbrook. It's not. Covington's 80. So it's like you can look at the counting stats and stuff like that. You have to really kind of do the the actual work of looking at fantasy values to figure out if, if you're floating a trade to somebody or someone floats a trade to you, kind of what what you're really getting in return. And that all goes back to the preseason. You know, I, I think every single one of us hyped up Westbrook as a points-based league option, but in rotisserie leagues, just with his, with his with his dreadful efficiency, and you know, with his inefficiency, it, he just wasn't an option for for rotisserie leagues for me. Um, and that's playing out. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting when you look that a guy who, as he gets older, gets less efficient. Um, you know, a lot of the times you'll see these you, these players, Jason Kidd's one one that I always go back to. You know, he's he didn't have a three point shot in his early seasons in the NBA, and he developed that. And then once he was with a Ma- with the Mavericks, and he wasn't the same player athletically that he was earlier in his career, but he could knock down threes, so that helped extend his career. And it's it's just interesting that we've seen Westbrook, you know. Obviously, he's never he's not as he's not as athletic at, at 33 as he was at 23, and his in, his efficiency's gone down since then too, which is a weird mix. It is. Uh, I I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this all gets sorted out, uh, both for him and the Lakers. That is for sure. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Well, we, we teased it a little bit earlier. Let's jump into the waiver wire. Um, games next week for uh, we have. So we have Houston, Oklahoma City and Washington have two games. Tons of teams have four games. There's almost an even split between the three and four game teams. NBA schedule is just busy lately. Although there are some weird kind of quirks. If you're in a daily lineup league, there's some weird quirks in the schedule next week. I think it's like there's like three games on Monday. Um, 
Waylog and I were trying to figure out like what's going on on Monday for there to be so few games. Like normally the NBA tries to dodge stuff with the schedule. Anyway, make sure to check if you're in a daily lineup league that because it's it's bizarre next week. Um, so my my available and 50% of leagues player who I'm suggesting this week, Io Desunmu. Um, 40% rostered on Yahoo, 6% on ESPN. Uh, Shannon, you mentioned that he has been erupting over the past three games. Absolutely on fire. If you play DFS, you know that's the case. Past three games, 18 points, eight assists, six rebounds, two steals. That looks great. I will caution, and this is something you always have to look at, 77% shooting from the field, 70% shooting from three, 50% shooting from the free throw line. So, uh, very bizarre. Uh, I don't know exactly what to make of it, but I am encouraged by the assists, rebounds, and steals. So even if you assume he's going to make, he's going to average nine points a game, nine, eight, and six with, let's call it a steal and a half, are good numbers. And that's worth exploring in a 12 or 14 team league. Yeah, absolutely. The offense, the scoring is uh, (laughs) certainly something to be skeptical of. Uh, but I like you. I mean, I I love the other production. The assists are, yeah, honestly unexpected that he has those types of levels of assists. I, I've been lucky enough to to roster him and DFS for uh, the the past couple games for the Bulls, and, and it's paid dividends. But you know, I do think he's a streaming option. I I expect those numbers to go down in the next week. Uh, but as long as Levine's out, which it's looking like at least Wednesday, right? Um, then yeah. then. Give me some IO. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the Bulls offense is so well run that, you know, I don't think it's crazy for him to continue having good assist numbers. Although, like you mentioned, maybe that number is not high. Bulls do have four games next week, if I'm looking at this correctly, which I think I am. So uh, another reason to potentially add him, even if a stats decrease is probably upcoming. Uh, Shannon, who is your first suggestion? I'm going, this is a familiar name for, for most of our audience, Monte Morris, Denver Nuggets point guard. Uh, he's 45% f- 45% rostered on Yahoo and about 15% on ESPN. You know, Mor- Morris has been solid. Uh, he missed some time uh, earlier this month, but he's returned and over the past three games, really having one of the better stretches of the season. Uh, in 32 minutes per game, averaging 14 points, uh, five rebounds, one three-pointer, four assists, and 1.7 steals. Uh, the the everything's, yeah, it, it's all realistic. He's shooting 44% from the floor. Uh, there, there's no fluke going on here. I, I just like the fact that that Morris is getting the minutes right now. Uh, Denver's a little bit beat up in, in their backcourt. And, and as long as Morris is seeing, you know, 28 to 32 minutes per game, he's going to hold value in most 12 and 14 team leagues. 10 team leagues, he, he's more of a borderline guy. I think he's worth picking up now, at, at the very least streaming as an option. Um, you know, until the production the production we've seen in the past week uh, drops off a little bit. I like the suggestion. Morris is the... He's in that group of guys who are just like 14-team league bench stashes. I uh, can play them on a four-game week. Nuggets are in a four-game week this week, so that suggestion definitely holds up. And with a pretty pretty soft schedule, they're at Detroit on Tuesday, 
at Brooklyn on Wednesday, and Brooklyn's defense is awful. Uh, at uh, against the Pelicans on Friday, and then they play Milwaukee on Sunday. But those first three stretch of games should help make up for it. So Morris should have a, another good week. Uh, could even have a better week for his past three games. Uh, my long shot for this week, I mentioned him earlier, Goga Batatse. Uh, Turner's out for a few weeks. Sabonis, not really clear when he'll come back. So it's a bit of a risk, but played well in his start yesterday against Golden State, although gave up like 13 and 15 to Kevon Looney. Uh, Batadze put up 13, 9, and 5. That's five assists with one block. His career per 36 numbers are 14 points, nine rebounds, two assists, and 3.2 blocks. So if you're adding Batadze, you figure worst case scenario, I get some good rebounding, I get some good blocks. Anything else, maybe a little bit of a, a bonus. But, um, you know, with, with them so short handed in the front court, I think it's a legit add. And again, Pacers on a four-game week uh, with a pretty soft schedule. Pelicans, Hornets, Thunder, Mavericks. So yeah. I, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, he's fantastic pickup. I, I, I will have bids in for him uh, in every single one of my leagues. I, I don't think there's a single league uh, where I won't. I Because I, there's, there's certainly a chance that the Sabonis injury isn't just, you know, three to four games, one week, it could end up being multiple weeks. Uh, it, it remains to be seen. Um, my low, my low owned target of the week is Terrence Davis coming off two monster games. Uh, he, he's been starting in place of Halliburton who, who is out and in COVID protocols uh, in those two starts. Davis is averaging 26 points, six rebounds, four assists, 2.5 steals, shooting 46% from the floor while, while chucking up 19 shot attempts, hitting 4.5 three-pointers uh, on 11.5 attempts, uh, just getting a ridiculous volume for a guy who, you know, we only saw a handful of minutes in, in a couple of games after returning back from, from injury himself. I I love Davis when he's getting playing time. You know, it could only be for one more game. I think we technically have have Halliburton labeled as a game time decision uh, for tomorrow's game. So so we'll have to see what his status is for the weekend. Um, but you know, as long as long as Davis or Halliburton's out, I think Davis should be in a lineup. So if you're in a daily league, you're able to to scoop up Davis and plug him in your lineup for tomorrow. Do it. Um, you know, he's just, he, he's, he's been ridiculous and, and there's a chance too the Kings try to showcase him a little bit more. Um, cause my, my guess is he would be one of the guys who they're open to moving, uh, if they can pick up some long-term assets at the deadline. If you are a, I, I don't, maybe you have to be diehard. If you're a, if you're a real fantasy player over the past two or three seasons, you know, who Terrence Davis is from his time on the Raptors. Uh, he had a few, yeah, a nice stretch of games while he was there for a bit. Um, and I, I like the suggestion because is it tracks with his per 36 numbers, not obviously the, the 35 <clears throat> points or whatever, but per 36 for his career, 17.6 points, 6.2 rebounds, three assists, a steal and a half. So yeah. uh, pretty much proof that if, you know, there's a lot of guys out there, if they can get 30 minutes, they're good NBA players. Davis fits that bill. So I like the call there as long as Halliburton, 
is out. And again, they don't have like, you know, Fox is up and down. Bagley is not really doing it. Like Harrison Barnes was good. And then he just kind of reverted back to who Harrison Barnes is. They need, they need some sort of spark (laughs) on that team. So I think it wouldn't be surprising if Terrence Davis thinks it's Terrence Davis time. Uh, It's hilarious. It's hilarious that he's, He's just has the confidence to go out there and chuck up 19 shots per game yeah. once he does get the, a couple spot starts, you know, for especially for a team that has. I mean, you have guys, other guys who step up. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, you know, his usage has been down uh, because of the presence of Halliburton. Buddy Heald stuck in a reserve role forever, but, you know, first round pedigree or early top 10 pick. Uh, great pedigree, great shooter. Harrison Barnes, we you know we know all about him. Bagley, it's just funny that yes, those guys have stepped up a little bit in Halliburton's absence, but just a random rotational guy, wing player, is the one who's who's really carrying the load now uh, with Halliburton out. So uh, it cracks me up that that's the case with that with that team. Every once in a while, a team just needs a guy. Like a team is too passive, and they just need someone to just like shoot the ball. Um, so he's he's filling that role. Uh, I will. I'm going to rattle off a few names, just guys who are <clears throat> over the past two weeks all top 75 players per game, under 50 percent roster on Yahoo. This is in place of Ken's dull suggestion of the week. Uh, so Amir Coffey, Justin Holiday, Brandon Clark, Royce O'Neal, Nicholas Batum, Jay Crowder. All top 75 players over the past two weeks per game, all under 50% roster on Yahoo. Uh, not sexy names. They're all pretty dull. Uh, Brandon Clark might be the sexiest name on that list. Uh, guys to consider, especially if you're in a 14-team league. <clears throat> I've had Justin Holiday in our keeper league all season, so I can attest to the fact that he is up and down, and he'll have five-game stretches where he scores uh, 20 points total. And then he'll have like a, a streak where he's like 15 points, 18 points, 19 points, five steals, six steals. It uh very bizarre, but worth considering. Yeah. Uh, all all have, solid names, all solid names to consider. Absolutely. Do you have any throw-ins or or is that it for you? That's it for me. I you know, I do like the coffee, coffee and Batum. Yeah, you know, seeing those guys on the list, no surprise. Basically, as long as Paul George is out, uh, they're both going to be in the mix um you know jay crowder the only reason why he's available in that many leagues is because because he missed some time but uh he's been solid he's getting his 25 to 28 minutes a game since returning and and doing exactly what he's done for you know the past four or five years He, he holds marginal value uh in 12 and 14 team leagues and if he's available yeah, you know, it's worth it's worth uh, scooping them up. Let's move to some words from our friends at Yahoo. The NBA season keeps on rocking, and Yahoo is going big with daily fantasy basketball. There are a ton of big prize contests on Yahoo, including multi-entry contests now being shark-free, meaning Shannon was banned completely off the platform to celebrate Yahoo going big on DFS as well as Yahoo Daily Fantasy becoming shark-free. Yahoo is giving all users the opportunity to claim free $10 site credit. Uh, Users can take advantage of this free $10 site credit offer to join one of Yahoo's biggest contests. 
Yahoo is offering daily NBA contests all season long. Play single game contest of your choice throughout the week. Then join Yahoo's weekly Friday main NBA contest to compete for large cash prizes. Play daily fantasy basketball on Yahoo. Visit sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome to claim the free $10 offer. Thrive is back for another season of fantasy basketball, and they're running guaranteed contests every single day this NBA season. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research, focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free six-month subscription to Rotowire. Here's how you claim your free subscription. Go to rotowire.com slash thrive, deposit a minimum of $10, You'll get a you can get a deposit bonus up to 100 percent uh, of one one hundred hundred dollars, and then you play in your first game, and you'll get your free six month subscription, and you'll get tons of fun play on Thrive. So go sign up today, RotoWire.com/slash/Thrive. If there's one thing we appreciate here, RotoWire, it's making good decisions, and even more so, making the right decision. Listen up, folks. I have an incredible offer for you with RotoWire's newest partner, WinBet, their premier digital casino and sportsbook app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for RotoWire's fantasy podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino to take a spin on roulette. Double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet, currently available in seven states, Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all RotoWire listeners a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. DFS. Uh, today's slate appears to be 11 games, if I'm eyeballing this correctly. Uh, the injury situation is less uh, disastrous than it used to be, although I will still re- let's let's still refer everyone to the Rotowire injury page. Uh, you know, set notifications on guys, just keep up with the news and you'll be good there. Uh, anybody jump off the page to you, Shannon, right? When you, you start making the lineup, check injuries, stuff like that. Yeah. One of the, one of the first things I looked at, you know, Donovan Mitchell was ruled out, you know, even before today, uh, for, for the game. So I immediately looked at the jazz. I wanted to see, what kind of values were were available there? I know Mike Conley is one of our top value plays for the night, but even with Mitchell out, I'm not super high on Conley. I also I also just like too many other point guard options on FanDuel. So the one guy I landed on for the Jazz is Joe Ingles, thirty seven hundred dollars. I I believe he's probably the best option if you're looking for a sub four thousand dollar player. He's he's definitely one of the best options for tonight. Um, you know, with, with Mitchell out, he, he should see about 30 minutes, and yeah, not not a high ceiling for Ingles, but he can definitely get to that point per minute range and provide decent value at 3,700 dollars. 
I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people will be going Conley. A lot of people will be going Jordan mm-hmm. Clarkson. It's it's a good pivot option. And you went like $3,700 on FanDuel. It's just, it's basically a free square, right? I, you know, you can build the rest of your lineup out with that. And um, yeah, I, I definitely back that suggestion. Uh, we also have, let's see here. Uh, I think Clay Thompson, if I'm not mistaken, is resting on uh, the second half of a back-to-back. I'll double-check that quick. But if that's the case, yeah, he is. So, I mean, you now that opens up options for, like, Gary Payton's also at 3,600. We've yep. seen him have some huge games. You know, you're, you're kind of hoping for steals. You're kind of hoping for that four-steal game where he also gets some easy dunks. Uh, you know, Jordan Poole. Uh, someone who can definitely pop off. We've seen in the past. Hasn't had too many big games lately. Like he's coming off five points and five points. Although again, with Thompson out, someone's got to take those shots. And Poole's someone who we've seen. He's hit 40 fantasy points four times this season. He's 5,100. They're going up against Houston. Houston's bad. I'm sure Curl let Jordan Poole cook for most of the game, even if it's a blowout. Right. So uh, definitely look towards those guys. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Peyton is definitely an option at 3,600. And even even when I was setting this uh, last night, th- those were the Ingles and, and Peyton were the two guys I was looking at. I, I think shooting guards, one of the positions that makes sense to go cheap tonight, uh, especially with those two options. I do. I am much higher on Peyton if one of the other regulars for Golden State sits. So with, you know, with Curry and Poole both active, Wiggins, you know, uh, Otto Porter's going to play after sitting out last night. I believe he sat out last night. Maybe it was the game yeah. before. Iguodala's uh, out. Yeah. So I, I, I want I want one of those heavy volume guys to sit to really lean heavily on Peyton. But I agree. At 3,600, it's hard to complain about the option. So if you're, let's say you're rostering Ingles and Gary Payton, you know, 3,600, 3,700. Is there anybody near that top of the list that like, oh, you're like, well, I got I got tons of money now. Do I go Jokic against Steven Ooh. Adams? I mean, Jokic torched Zubac the other night. Do I just do I keep it simple? Do I throw my LeBron in my lineup? What do you what are you thinking near near the top? Yeah, near the top, Jokic is probably the guy. He, you know, Jokic and Giannis would be my top two picks. Um I there's so many players in the you know, know. Even, even Murray, Seven. but there's there's so many players in that seven and eight thousand dollar range. Uh, you have a lot of guys who, you know, have had ridiculous stretches this year where they're they're not they're not at that point right now. But you know, like like a Lamelo Ball or Van Fleet is eighty two hundred, and Van Fleet had a stretch where he was like just railing off fifty point outings. Uh, you know, almost every game. I think he had a seventy point outing just like two weeks ago, uh, and he got up to. 9,500 or definitely over 9,000 at one stretch. So he's come back down. I love his price point. You know, Miles Bridges, Bam Adebayo, just monster game that he's coming off. And he's 7,700. Christian Wood, uh, those are all guys I like. And then, you know, I am also looking at some of the young players that I mentioned on, on too regular of a basis, but I feel like they've come down in price. And even if they're having a rough stretch right now or coming off back-to-back disappointing games, they are worth a look at their current salaries. And, and those players are Cade Cunningham, 5,200. Scotty Barnes, 5,500. And Mo Bamba, 5,500. You know, Mo Bamba, I like him even more if Wendell Carter misses another game. Uh, but there's just 
tons of guys in that in that five, six, seven thousand dollar range that I think have very good value tonight. It's a it's a tough night <clears throat> for pretty much the opposite reason that we've dealt with lately, and that there's just there's so many guys uh, yeah. that are very good <laughs> and they're all available. Um, you mentioned you know you and I both love that you know seven to nine thousand dollar range. There are seven players with with ten thousand dollar price tags and up. Like that's a that's a lot of guys, um, and so I mean you know the 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 roster rate on those guys is always really high. So again, that should bring down the roster rate for those guys in the that that eighty five hundred range. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be a fun night of of DFS for sure. Um, and you can put together some interesting combos, you know, because you figure. Like we talked about, yeah, maybe you go really cheap with Ingles and Peyton, and a lot of other people are doing that. So they're thinking, oh, I'll go, I'll go Giannis, I'll go Jokic, I'll go LeBron. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of curb that if you're like, well, I'm not putting anybody in my lineup over 8,500, and I'm putting in those cheap guys. Right. Um, you might be able to kind of hit the best of both worlds in terms of getting value out of the super cheap guys and getting some high upside out of those like B tier players. Yeah, it's. I would say one of the safer options uh, would probably be, be LeBron. He's just been so consistent. I mean, yeah. the last time LeBron scored under 40 fantasy points was December's, or I'm sorry. Not, yeah. December 7th, 15th, 15th, 36 fantasy points. And he, he's just, he's almost like an automatic 50 with, with upside for more. Um, with Anthony Davis out. So LeBron's good. Jokic is pretty much the same. Um, you know, Giannis, those three are probably the three safest and have the highest floors. But there are, oh man, you could fill your lineup up with the, with those guys in that seven to $8,000 range tonight. And, and we didn't even mention a guy like DeRozan who, you know, we, as we spoke about earlier, the, the Bulls are shorthanded right now. It's, it's the Vooch and DeRozan show. DeRozan hasn't he hasn't been forced to do much uh, the past few games basically since Levine's been sidelined. But we saw we saw in December, you know, DeRozan still has it in him to run off some 50 point fantasy out uh, performances. And one of these games, he's going to be asked to do that and really carry things more than he has the past handful of games. Yeah, DeRozan's taken his past three games, 24 shot attempts, 24 shot attempts, 20 shot attempts. And this, the efficiency hasn't been that great. And he had a couple bad rebounding games. So if he, if he kind of hits the efficiency, he gets his rebounding back, keeps the assists up. Yeah. He could be in for like a 55, you know, fantasy point game without, without thinking that hard. One guy I do want to mention just for almost like posterity. And I think he could have a good night actually. Uh, DeJounte Murray very quietly has crept up into that $10,000 uh, range ten thousand three hundred dollars for Dejounte Murray, who I is making a strong run for most improved player. Honestly, he's not getting a lot of attention because he's doing it in San Antonio and they're not very good. But this month alone, Dejounte Murray is averaging twenty four points a game, nine re, nine assists, eight and a half rebounds, two steals. That's insane. Um, and. I, I just feel like I had to mention him somewhere on the podcast because I feel like I, as much as I'm, I'm, I'm locked in the NBA news. I don't think people are talking about like DeJounte Murray has turned into a very legitimate, like go-to player. He He's uh, fantastic. And, and you know, the one, one area where 
he struggled to carve out fantasy space, uh, fantasy value in the past. Uh, was his three-point shooting? Yeah, we've seen improvements in that this year. Not not great percentage-wise. Uh, still only 32.6%, but he's hitting 1.3. I'm sorry, um, he's hitting 1.4 three-pointers uh, per game. First time in his career he's been over one. Uh, that was kind of the missing ingredient last year when when he took that next step. Uh, but absolutely, I mean, the, the guys for the season at 19, eight and a half, and nine with two steals and one and a half three pointers, um, and it's only you know it's only gotten better as as the season's gone on. So he absolutely should be in the conversation for most improved. Uh, he should also probably be a first time All Star, and many other accolades should be be going his way. He's having a fantastic season. Yeah, main thing for him, needs to get the free throw attempts up. Shockingly, only 2.3 free throws a game. I guess three-point shooting isn't that good. Like, he just does a ton of damage in the mid-range and near the rim. But leading the NBA in steals and (laughs) only 2.4 turnovers as well. Very much a Spurs player. Shooting a ton of mid-rangers, winning the possession battle, uh, stuff like that. Uh, Anybody else uh, for posterity's sake before we kind of wrap this thing up? No, I think we're good. You know, it's just watch watch the late breaking news. Things haven't been as crazy uh, the yeah. past handful of days, unless you own Lamelo Ball a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, uh, it, it's you know, it's it's not as crazy. But you still have to keep keep an eye on all of the. Uh, oh, actually, I have I have an update, and th- this will we've got Clint Capella went through shoot around, so he's going to be a game time decision tonight. You know that'll that'll impact the value of some of the other Hawks front court players. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on that one. So in lieu of Ken's old man rant, I do actually have a young man rant that I wanted to talk about, and I forgot that Ken won't be here today. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a quick little spiel to wrap yes. this podcast up. Uh, as some of you know that listen to this podcast semi religiously, I. I'm collecting NBA cards. I collect rookie cards, jerseys, autographs, whatever. Uh, recently, I've been searching on eBay, as one does, for just jersey and autograph cards, specifically Giannis. And I keep getting notifications to my email about digital jersey cards. And I'm losing my mind. Um, how, that's not possible. I'm sorry. It doesn't... It, I don't, first of all, I don't get the NFT thing to begin with. So I'll, I'll let's just, we can throw that out the window. We're, we're not even talking about NFTs. That's it. I don't even know if this is an NFT. It probably is. How, the point of the jersey card is that the player wore the jersey and it, you now have it in your hands. It's in your house. Um, how, what do you, you're just scanning? You, you literally just took a picture of a jersey that someone wore and now you're selling it to me. That's insane. It's, I, Alex, you're just, you're too young to have these kind of opinions. <laughs> you're supposed to be the young hip one amongst this group. And it's pretty evident that you're not a gamer. Uh, I am a gamer. Well, then you would know that like things like that can hold value. You know, sure. it's like I get very excited when I get whatever kind of rare skin and uh, whatever game that I'm playing. You know, that's exciting stuff. And I do feel, you know, uh, that same sense of pride. <laughs> that I would get from from having the actual physical basketball card or whatever whatever it may be, just but you know, you gotta be cooler, like, man. That's like saying if you play NBA 2K, 
Yeah, yeah we'll use this as an example. You play NBA 2K and exactly. they try to sell you a game-worn Giannis jersey in 2K for your player for yeah. like 50 bucks. Yeah. They're like, well, Giannis wore this jersey. It's like, did he? What are you talking about? It's like a game. He virtual, yeah, the, the virtual Giannis did. <laughs> it's, it's whatever you want oh, your reality man. to be, man. I I'm will. okay with it. I'll, I'll I'll finish this out by saying there are some if you're if you're into cards you're thinking about getting back into cards. Uh, my personal opinion is that a lot of the rookie card market is very I don't know if overpriced is the right word, um, but if you really like a player and you're thinking about buying their card, you can probably get a better deal on some random year of theirs jersey card or autograph card or jersey autograph card compared to their rookie year. Obviously, a lot of people compared care a lot about rookie cards but yeah. i'll use a quick example carl anthony towns you want one of his rookie cards like his his standard rookie card Ch Shannon's showing off the killian hayes green prism that i that oh, i gifted yeah. him rookie card but there'll be a so like a carl anthony towns very standard rookie card not even in good condition not great it'll go for like 30 to 50 bucks depending i just bought a carl anthony towns autograph jersey card from 2017 for 50 bucks the same price as one of his completely just random like his rookie card that's super super overproduced tons of them out there and i got like a jersey card of his that is serial number to 25 for the same price so check the random years check the jerseys the autographs chances are you care about the memorabilia anyway and i always think those things have more staying power because they're actual memorabilia so you you get the people who are interested in the memorabilia and not just cards. That is my that is my final rant. Unless it's digital, then it's not anything. Uh, that will wrap it up for us. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by Win. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.